0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome in as we come to you live from Hockey Town, Des Moines, Iowa, here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. It's Miller and Condon. Uh, for the next couple of hours, glad you are with us. A busy program today. Going to be all over the map. We're going to cover them all. We're going to do uh, hockey. We're going to do football. We're going to do baseball. And then Zuba Mahente, Trent, and I will take a spin around the world of sports as we take you right up until noon. Uh, looking forward to the program today, Nice way to start the update, Trent Conding. Good morning to you. I don't believe that we have had a Des Moines Buccaneer call. Maybe, um, and it's it gets good too. Yes, yes. What's his name? Ben Ben Gillison. Yeah, Ben Gillison. Haven't heard a lot of him, but that was a good uh, that was a good goal call. Uh, as the uh, Buccaneers and the Wild both in the playoffs, and the Bucks started their playoff push last night with a win.
2: So, as we know, this isn't exactly the biggest hockey market. We're not at the state. I of was hockey. being
0: facetious when I said
2: welcome to Hockey
0: Town. <laughs> yes, yes. yes.
2: But when it gets to this time and you get playoffs that are along with it... And the Hawks and the Clones are in hibernation. Yes. It feels like that there is a niche that they can certainly carve out. We are... Well, we don't know. I mean, it's so rare. We're right? hungry for a winner. <laughs> yes. We've seen this in the past with back when they were the Iowa Energy mm-hmm. and more people in the building yeah. than there were for NBA That's playoff a games. right. We had that. We've seen the Barnstormers when they've been good mm-hmm. and how they filled up the building. So there is that where... A good team, a playoff People love run. a winner. Trent, jump on board, have fun with the bandwagon,
0: and uh, well, we'll
2: be jumping aboard Sunday with the first game for the Wild.
0: Indeed, we will. And uh, Joe O'Donnell's going to come in here, and he'll we'll actually going to come in studio in about fifteen minutes or so. I want to talk a little hockey with him. Did you see the fight last night? I did in the NHL, yeah. the Ovechkin fight. Yeah, the Alexander Ovechkin and Shevechnikov Shavech, who.
2: Thank you for that. Yeah, I of, all, no clue. of all things. The other Russian dude.
0: The other Russian dude on the ice, and literally he was on the ice at the end of the fight. Sevechnikov, his hero, his idol growing up was Ovechkin. As you'd assume. Both Russian kids, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. And the best Russian in the world right now, is, uh, and has been for a while, is one of the most dynamic goal scorers to ever lace up his skates. Oh, by the way, if you ever watch... The Washington Capitals, you'll notice something that stands out on Ovechkin. And Trent and I, you and I have had this conversation before, but he's the only one in the NHL. I don't know why he does it. That wears yellow laces in his skates. <laughs> that was a thing when I was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a thing when I was a kid. It was either yellow or white laces. And, um, were you a yellow or a white guy? You know, I don't I think what I was whatever my folks got for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never really paid too much attention. You know, whatever was on sale is right. what I got. Uh, Cuz my brother was the player in the family and I got his hand-me-ups. Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> he was good. Yeah. Uh, I could score but I couldn't skate. Well, I could skate but you know what? not good. You're luck. like Happy Gilmore. I guess maybe a little bit, right? Um but anyway, so while Joe's going to come in the fight last night, what did you think about it? Cuz it, t- Twitter reacted in a in a Twitter like way. Mhm. I mean, Svechnikov asked for it. As somebody pointed out, uh, Craig Button for TSN, you know, if you put your if you put your hand into the tiger cage, tiger's <laughs> going to bite you, and it's not the tiger's fault,
2: well, right? And the, and the part of it that is just like you said, this is his idol, right? Imagine squaring up with your idol.
0: It's the playoffs, Trent. I guess, <laughs> A different animal. I, I guess. it. I just... Anyway, he he asked for it. And yeah. he, and if you're wearing the C, and it's your team, and you're the leader of that team, and you're provoked, I mean, there's going to come a certain point where you're going to have to, you, even though maybe you don't want to, you mm-hmm. have to do what you've been provoked to do. And it didn't turn out well for the 19-year-old, who'd never fought in the league before. Oh, really? I didn't what realize was he that. Think? And not like Ovechkin fights a ton. I think it's... Uh, you know he's had three fights in the league but he had 40 pounds on him. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. Absolutely. And hits like a ton of bricks. Mm-hmm. He does. And shoots like a ton of bricks.
2: And knows how to party. We learned yes. that this <laughs> Did he? Ever.
0: Uh that was one of the stories of last year. It really wasn't? was. Yeah. yeah. His uh his unbridled passion for finally. That's what it comes with. I mean, you you've seen the you've seen the commercials when you know guys holding the cup and he's asked, "Well, what does it mean?" Well, uh mm, Indescribable. Uh, they don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah. It's such a great, it's, it's the holy grail. I don't care what anybody says. It's the holy grail of, of trophies. Uh, but anyways, there's a lot of Twitter reaction. Well, I want to get Joe's opinion on that yeah. because he hit the deck and hit it hard. Um, what was Ovechkin supposed to do? You know, he slashed him a few times and you can only take so many, uh, guys slashing at you before you're going to turn around and, he was challenged, and he answered the bell, and it didn't go S- Svechnikov's way. Otherwise, other news from last night.
2: Well, we got two teams hockey-wise staving off elimination, hopefully tonight for their sake. Tampa, Yes, I want to get Joe's opinion on that, because I brought this up to you the other day, and I'm like, eh, no big deal. It's it's hockey. This is what happens. And hockey is, to me, the ultimate coin flip. It, it, In the playoffs. playoffs are, yeah, the playoff series are... It can be a great team. Mm-hmm. I mean, speaking of the Capitals, before last year, how many Presidents' Trophies yeah, did they win? That's true. And come up empty yeah. come playoff time.
0: It is predators so last year knocked yeah, out before the Western Conference Finals. It's
2: different than normally the NBA though. I stayed up way too late watching that last night as the Clippers came back from thirty-one down. That's
0: amazing. You're going to have to help me out. I mean, I saw the highlights and I saw I read the stories, but I didn't see any of it. I was over on puck at that time.
2: It was. I thought it was over. At,
0: it was that yeah, <laughs>
2: 20, 20 points, something like that. They chipped it inside of that. Uh-huh. Now I had a wager. So I, I oh, had the did. clips plus 13. I was playing the zigzag theory. In you know, one game, back and forth, mm. you do that in playoffs. And, and I subscribed to that theory last night. Did you with the Sixers, too? I did. Nice. Yes, yes. So I, I was looking good. 8-0. On the unders in the first game ones across the league, so I went back the other way, went overs in both games last night. I was going to say,
0: Trent, I mean, this is unheard of, the number of points put up last night in game twos.
2: After the first eight games Uh of the playoffs all went under, these two just blow past it. So the zigzag worked last night. Mm -hmm. We'll see if it works again tonight. But so they got it to 18. I'm like, eh, maybe
0: I'll flip it on. You kept chipping. So you were just following it on Twitter at the time.
2: Yep. All right. Well, I'll flip over, get over to TNT, and just kept coming. Lou Williams. This is a guy that... Uh, Trent, how long has he been in the league? 12 years now? I don't know. Something I'm, like that. And and I was trying to think. A long time. I know the name. I've seen him play. I've seen mm-hmm. him play and play. I, I'm the I,
0: same way. I know who he... I've heard of him. Well, where did he go to college? I don't remember. He didn't. Oh, I looked so it up last night. Did you? Yeah,
2: because same thing. I'm like, where did he go? You'd think a, a prolific scorer like that, an instant offense, a Vinny Microwave Johnson guy of yeah, now. Yeah, good one. You'd know where he went. Well, he didn't go to school. This was back in before mm-hmm. the one-and-done era that you could just go right away. He was the second-round pick. He's bounced around. The guy can score. Another guy, Montrez Harrell, from yep. Louisville. Yep, He was awesome last night. He was so good. It helped the Boogie Cousins got injured early on, mm-hmm. but he was outstanding. And out for the year, by the way. They got a rebound. Steph got a shot late in the game. He got the rebound, made two free throws, made a four, and, and put it away from there. But I, I didn't see this. I didn't see Toronto losing in the fashion they did to Orlando. Game ones are funky. We see this in the NBA, but this playoff gearing up to be maybe a little bit more exciting than than you and I certainly anticipated Well, before, yeah.
0: Know? I mean, it seemed like wait, the last couple of years we knew what the, the final was going to be, right? right, right. Cleveland's right. going to represent the East. The Warriors are going to represent the West, and here we go. Uh, why don't we just fast forward to that point because we know it's inevitable. Uh, maybe this year is going to be different. That would be good. That would be good for the NBA. Uh, or would it? Uh, do we... I mean this the star power that Steph Curry brings to the league and durant you know and 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 even Kerr to an extent I mean he, who doesn't know Steve Kerr right right, and, right um yeah they and Draymond Green for what he does in mm-hmm. the histrionics there oh he was and he was having it last night was he
2: Patrick Beverly who is another a, nice player an instigator pro- I mean that guy provokes yep. all over it. he would yep. be a great hockey player right mm-hmm. there right in the middle of stuff he followed out I think four minutes left, something like that. Beverly did. Beverly yep. follows out. Draymond's waving to him as he's <laughs> leaving. Floyd he just—he's such a punk.
0: Yeah, I, but you didn't see the sixty minutes piece at on I Oracle. Did, no, did you? it's really good. It really is good. I feel bad it is for those. Bad. Yes. It is. Yeah, yeah, I feel bad. You know, they're, they're going across the bay, leaving Oakland, going to San Francisco, and it's not a, it's not like you have to take vacation to right, do it, right. but still, you know, they talk to people that have walked at that building every day all of their life or all of the, while well, have your home game. So anyways, uh, one of those stories. Uh, Russell Wilson breaks the bank last night mm-hmm. about, uh, in the, literally the 11th hour. Actually, it was the 12 hour. Um, but they got the contract done. He gave them a deadline of April the 15th. The rumors were out there that he wanted to go to New York, wanted to play in the Big Apple for now, not only for football purposes, but he thought that that was, you know, that's who doesn't want to play in New York if you're, right. if you have that opportunity to cash in on that bank. And Russell Wilson seemingly does have the opportunity away from the game to make millions, but, uh, gonna stay in Seattle. Gonna be interesting, Trent. What made Seattle so successful? Over the last five years, right? They did. They had a rookie a rookie contract for their QB flexibility.
2: Yes, and it is a blueprint that many teams have tried to copy mm-hmm. since then. It has worked for some. Yeah, absolutely.
0: By the way, Chiefs, you're on the clock. Yes. Enjoy this next couple of years or a year, whatever it is, because you're, Pat Mahomes is going to. Russell Wilson holds the record now. Yep, but it won't be for long.
2: No, absolutely. That that will be changing very quickly. So during this window, you have to cap. Absolutely. You have to go out, you have to spend. Look at what the Rams did. They got to the Super Bowl, didn't get the ultimate prize, but they got there, they kept spending. They kept going after three agents, go after the one-year deals, the two-year deals, whatever it is. Make your roster top to bottom as good as you can during this time because all of a sudden that cap hit when 15, 18, 20% of your cap number is a quarterback, you don't have that you flexibility know,
0: anymore. Some guys that you, maybe you bought their jersey or maybe they, they're they so, they besides... Big impacts on your team all of a sudden when it comes for their contract, well we can't pay him because we've got the quarterback. Gotta pay him. And uh that's that's the dynamics of the salary cap. It's not players forty through fifty-three. It's those players Yes, you're right, because you need forty through yes. fifty-three. They and those become, guys are
2: cheap. You but important. They are. But but those recycle through and mm-hmm. you hope they build up and they become better players. But when you're paying a quarterback, all of a sudden that seventh, eighth, ninth best player on your roster. And he's coming due, and he's 27, and he wants a four-year,
0: 35 million dollar deal. You can't do it. Nope, you can't. And he's gonna get. He's gonna be getting his mail in a different city and playing mm-hmm. for a, a different team. So, um, Russell Wilson, uh, good for you. Yes. Kansas City Chiefs, it's your time. It's it your is. Your time, and fix that at, defense quickly. Fix the defense quickly. They've got a chance to do so. Starting, do they have a first round pick? They do, right? I think they do. Oh, that's, that's a good question. They do. Now you have me thinking. Yeah, man. they do, but it's it's got to be late. Well, I know it's late. They got to be what 29 or 30. Let's see here, complete list of draft picks
2: 2019. Yeah, 29th overall. 29th overall. They have two second rounders, 61 and 63, oh, that's good. uh part of that the Marcus Peters deal. No fourth rounder, two in the sixth.
0: And a uh, 7th router from the Rod Streeter trade. So they'll have three of the top 61 picks, but nothing until pick 29. So yes. from pick 29 to 61, they get three guys there. Defense, 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 Trent. That's the way you're going? Absolutely. Well, I mean, I'm not a Chiefs fan, but if you're a Chiefs fan, that's probably what you want your team to do. Offense is loaded. Mm-hmm. Um we got to wait for the Tyree Hill thing to yeah, to, to work itself out, though. Absolutely. So that's that's something to clearly uh, to keep an eye on. I kept an eye on the Cubs last night, and you, Darvish, in particular. Boy, oh, boy! How um, did he look? I, I saw you know it just what? a little bit. Not great. I mean, he struck out eight, mm-hmm. so you you give him credit wow. for that. Yeah. yeah, you do. I mean, you feel like if you just look at the box score, mm-hmm. the Darvish. Oh. Uh, Looked good. You know, looked like the U Darvish that left Arizona. And that's why people ask, well, how how
2: can you talk baseball?
0: You have to watch the games. Because yes. Because if you just look at box scores, that's the thing. Well, now, you wouldn't see Al catch, which is an all-timer. I mean, <laughs> unbelievable.
2: Saw the highlight of oh that Oh, my one.
0: God. So I was on the
2: Twins, and, and I don't like the new 640 start time here in April and May. In, in,
0: uh, the game started at 640? 640. 640. Up in the Twins? 40. I didn't realize. I did, you know, they're playing my Jays. I never watched a pitch. You didn't watch a pitch? Not wow. a
2: pitch. Blew the lead. Yeah, But... So I didn't see much of that, and Mm -hmm. that's the thing that you wonder with Darvish, because I looked at the box score, and,
0: oh, yeah, that looked good. Right, Took him out after five and two-thirds, but he did the rarest of rare feats. He accomplished it last night. He hit a batter. The ball (laughs) ricocheted off the batter, got Contreras, in turn, ricocheted off Contreras and and nicked the umpire. So the ball hits the batter; he's in a little pain. Contreras behind the plate behind the plate is reeling, and the umpire's turning away because he just took a shot. I mean, Trent, you and I both watch a ton of baseball, yeah. and the people out there listening to us. I'm sure some of you are the same way. You don't see that. I mean, that's the trifecta, dude. Different kind of triple play. <laughs> yes, different kind of triple play. Better put.
2: Darvish is. From, the, from what I saw last night, it was the same thing. It's like, all right, he's getting through it, but it's but
0: also Miami. True. you gotta put the, you got to put this into context. Here's what I liked about it. His final three pitches of the game, mm-hmm. 97, 98, 98. That's good. That is good. Because Velocity had, in the spring, it was down a tick from mm-hmm. where he
2: was, and, and mm-hmm. even early this year. It was down from what we once saw out of him, and you wonder, is that guy ever coming back? Right. Is that left in the arm anymore? That's a positive component, certainly, and – Bullpen comes in, does their job, They right? did do
0: their job yesterday, no doubt. And there's a lot of p- people on Twitter. Cappia maybe was the ringleader of it, and we'll talk to him tomorrow, uh, brought to us by Centurion Stone of Iowa. He thought that Madden should have let him get through the sixth. But it was right after the, the rare triple uh, play uh, that we just referenced that he was taken out of the game. You know what? I think they did the right thing because it, if you look at you Darvish's first you know, his first start's this year. It hasn't gone well for him. You want to build some confidence. You want him walking off the mound feeling good about himself. And maybe he would have got that third out and, you know, got through that sixth inning and, and uh, qualified for the quality start. Um, but I thought I, I thought it was the right move. I did, you know, five and two thirds. All right, you know, one more, okay, you get to that sixth inning. But what if it didn't go that way? What if you Darvish reverts to you Darvish's first couple of starts this year, where he's starting to lose it a little bit? I liked what they did. The positivity of last
2: night. There's positive vibes uh-huh. to come out of it. You mentioned the velocity is up. The eight strikeouts. That looks good. Mm-hmm. That four walks. Yeah, that's not concerning. Good. Right. That's you Darvish. But you can build on this. Right. If he goes out there and he walks another two batters. And then all of a sudden, there's a couple mm-hmm. on, and and then Mads going to get killed for leaving him in. Yes, that was the right move. Uh-huh. I completely agree. Who cares about the extra third of an inning right, getting through you. and getting to through six innings for one of the few times yep. in his Cubs career? Who cares about that? You have something positive to build on, something that you haven't been able to say very often with you, Darvish in no, the Cubs uniform. No, take that positive, move on, this is build a second on. win that nuts? It's his second win. (laughs) Think about that. Wilson Contreras hit the bomb last night. Yes, he did. I I told you before the year I was very excited. Uh I thought he was going to have a big bounce back year. The other guy, though, I want to get your thoughts on
0: is Chris Bryant. Another guy I thought was going to bounce back. Slumping big time. He's getting on base. Yep, and they gave him two days off. Sunday, cause of the weather. Mm-hmm. Saturday was a uh, an off day, uh, scheduled off day. Apparently, at least Madden. That's what he's he's letting on. But uh, yeah, excellent point. I watched two of his at bats last night. Just mm. Mm. That
2: doesn't look real comfortable no. up there. No grinding, maybe a little bit. Is that a Is fair it,
0: characterization? Maybe. I mean, th- this isn't the guy that he. And look, we're not, we're not killing Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant's going to. I think. His career arc is Cooperstown. He's that guy. Yeah, he's that yeah. guy kind of ability, right? But it's not gone well from him. Injuries were a major, major factor in 2018, but they're mm-hmm. not supposed to have been this year. No, not at all. And the start has not been good. And they're in a warm weather city right now. So it's, I mean, he's playing in Miami. The cold weather's not factoring into it. Um, it's, it it's, it's something to bear watching. No doubt about that.
2: One other from last night. How about the MVP? Christian oh, my Lich? God.
0: Boy, he just, you know what? I'm glad you brought up brought this up because what I want to talk about yes, he's terrific. Yeah. And you put it in your can you can you play Bob Euchre? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play yeah. play the home run This guy, folks, is eighty five years old. Listen to this. Give me a minute to queue it up right. here. Eighty five years old. Bob Euchre. Been around forever. This is really good. This is really good. He's one of these voices. Yeah, he's not Vin Scully. Yeah, he's not Jack Buck or wasn't Jack Buck. But boy oh boy. This is good stuff.
1: The corners. Swing a smash to left center and deep. Get up. Get out of here. Gone for Yelich. Yelich sends it to right and deep. Waving.
0: Now the music bed helps. Yes, yeah, right. It does, which is um, you know it adds a little bit more emphasis to it. But, Absolutely. Uh, but this is pretty good. This guy's. I repeat, eighty five years old, Trent, and still clearly all his faculties.
2: You know, and it's funny. I remember the first time after the movie Major League came out, which mm-hmm. we uh, last week celebrated the thirtieth anniversary. It makes me feel incredibly old <laughs> when I found out that came out thirty years ago, but. And, and the first time you hear him do a radio call then, I was probably middle school, high school. I'm like, oh, not quite the same guy. This isn't Harry Doyle out there with zingers and one-liners. But he was good. He was good. He was fun. Yeah. He was entertaining. I remember watching him on Johnny Carson. Oh, the baseball yes, guy's going to be Yes, there, right? you know, yes, that, yes. That's how I do him. And the guy that's I in forgot the goofy, that. The goofy yes. commercials, that, that yeah. was Bob Euchre Miller-like commercials. Yes, absolutely. Going way back. And now when I'm, and we don't have any Brewer affiliates around here. And whatever their main station is, isn't a blowtorch Mm. that you can get in the evening. But if I am ever traveling up that way or if I'm heading home and
0: heading up to North
2: Iowa, Northeast Iowa, you can usually get a call. You know,
0: that's an interesting thing you just brought up. We don't have a Brewers affiliate around here. No. We have a Packers. Yeah, we do. Um, The Twins are in town, in in the market now. But if you're if you're a Brewers of Philly, you get 19 Cubs games, 19 Cardinals games. Right. I just wonder, you know, maybe maybe somebody's missing the boat on that.
2: And it looks like this is a Brewers team. We talked about the buildup two years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I brought this up to you, that farm system that continues to come to fruition. They made the big move a year ago, bringing in Yelich and. Christian Yelich,
0: how good can this guy oh my be? God. Oh, oh. Well, he's really good. It's too bad he couldn't play. Well, the Cardinals, you you don't want to see him anymore. No, no. He's got eight home runs this year, seven of which come against the Redbirds. He's hit seven home runs yeah. against Cardinal pitching out of his eight. Think about that. He has been absolutely
2: outstanding. Back at it tonight, another 640, another one of those early starts. Yeah. with uh, A lot of teams doing this now mm-hmm. in April and May during school. Hey, we want to get the kids to the I ballpark. I think it's the right idea. Get them, get them back early.
0: No. doesn't work, west
2: for me, but... Not always about me.
0: Yeah, Josh Hader was on the bump. As soon as it took him yeah. deep last night, but he struck out the other three uh, Cardinals that he saw. He's automatic. He's automatic. So is Yelich. My God he's good. They find some starting pitching. If they find some starting pitching. They were a game trend. away from the World Series. Yes, they were. Excellent point. Uh, We can talk hockey. Joe O'Donnell, voice of the Iowa Wild, Uh, he joins us next. It's the Wild and Milwaukee Admirals. They begin their series uh, on Sunday. It's a four o'clock puck drop on Easter Sunday. Game one downtown Des Moines. Glad you got the Bucks highlight in there to kick off the uh, update as well. Well, it's time to go for the green with KXNO and EKG Golf. How appropriate is this? Text the keyword hockey oh to 200 200 right now to win a $1000 cash that's hockey to 200 200 standard data and message rates apply data or data data my canadian showing uh, we'll be not back. Not very often. It doesn't happen. What are you a talking very... about? <laughs> yeah. You never catch me on I that. don't. I'm not a boot. I'm waiting. Boot. I'm waiting. No, no. They'll never get me. Got me on data data. Uh, we'll come back with uh, Joe O'Donnell, Voice of the Wild, Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com, their NFL columnist scheduled tomorrow night at 7-hour time. Mm. The unveiling. They will unveil the entire schedule tomorrow at 7-hour uh, time. We'll leak before that. So well, well come yes, it will. Oh, it'll, some of it will. Well, no yeah. doubt about that. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 slash walk.
3: Hello out there. We're on, We're on career, decision, career. Decision, It's uh, hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps, and the players bump, and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good
1: old Everybody game. now! Oh,
0: the good old hockey game. Welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, stomping Tom Connors. Tread Look Condon. at you! You didn't think I'd get that one. That's Absolutely. a Canadian anthem, dude. Oh, I'm sure it is. Indeed it is, for a Canadian game, although the Americans are making major, major strides. In fact, I think it's even. Joe Donald is the voice of the Iowa Wild. Yes, indeed, there is playoff hockey in downtown Des Moines. Uh, Sunday game, 1, 4 o'clock. They will drop the puck. The Wild are in the playoffs.
3: Joe, good to see you. Thanks, guys, for having me. It's Oh. Uh, it's nice to be talking hockey with this type of weather out.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, before we get into the Wild and uh, uh, Milwaukee, the Admirals, their opponent, last night, story, the night last night in playoffs, at least the one that most people are talking about uh, was the Ovechkin-Sovechnikov fights. Uh, Sovechnikov's idol growing up was Alexander Ovechkin. Uh, you know, Ovechkin's challenge, he has, he's wearing the C. He gave the kid every opportunity to change his mind, Joe. Did you have a problem with it?
3: I don't know. It was. He's one-sided. A, yeah, it's a good question, Kenny. I mean, it was. It, it's scary when somebody yes, gets hit that hard, and you see the body sort of stiffen up on the ice. The kid's 19 years old. Andrei Svechnikov. He's a, a talented prospect for the Hurricanes. I don't know what he's thinking. I mean, he's Russian. Yep. And you said he's Ovechkin's his idol. He should know everything about him. He should know that he's built like a. You know what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he might not fight, but that's because he scores 50 goals. He doesn't need to, but. You know, to get in there in your first fight and go against him, mm. you better be careful. And uh, unfortunately, caught one or two right in the kisser, and he was out.
2: Hey Joe, uh, I was wondering. So we we've been talking hockey with you, but you were just talking about your last playoff run came six years ago in Houston. So for the people like me that that don't know the backstory of Joe O'Donnell, fill us in a little bit. How how you made your way here to our fine city.
3: So I was—I uh, originally started in Bo- my first full-time hockey job was in Boise, Idaho, in the ECHL with the Steelheads, really good franchise. Dallas's Double A team, uh, and I was there three full seasons. I took over '05 for a guy that quit. I finished that year calling their games. Ended up uh, being lucky enough to be there in 07 when the Steelheads won the Kelly Cup championship, which was really cool experience. Um, you know, at any level to win a to win a championship, and then I went to Houston. The start of the oh eight oh nine season, which was Minnesota's team at the time, farm team, and I spent five years with the Houston Aeros. Uh, ton of heritage there. Could get hockey again, hopefully at some point. Gordy Howe played in Houston yes, once did. upon a time. So did his boys. Yeah, Mark and Marty were on the same line. That's a, that's Isn't a great that crazy, uh, a great story for another time. But uh, so I spent five years in Houston in the AHL, the Houston Arrows. and then the, the Arrows team relocated basically because. Had no more building availability. Toyota Center wanted nothing to do with hockey, and so the team needed a new home. So Minnesota found Des Moines and Wells Fargo Arena, and obviously there had been hockey here in the past. We knew it was a great market. And so now six years here. So uh, next year will be, I guess, 15 years in in professional Mm. broadcasting. Good for you. Did you grow up around the game? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My dad was a hockey fan. I didn't play a lot growing up. I didn't start really skating and playing until I was about 13. Played a little club hockey and high school hockey at a very low level, but... Um, I always sort of knew I wanted to be, like the 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 big show, you know, the Sports Center Dan and uh, mm-hmm. and Keith back in the day. That was like that was my thing. So I always knew I wanted to be on Sports Center or some type. And then when I realized I wasn't going to play hockey at any high level, uh, I went to the radio station at the University of Delaware. And I'm like, uh, I'd like to call hockey games. <laughs>
2: A here blue hand.
3: Yeah, here we are. Uh, you know, however many years you later. you and Flacco, right? Yeah. At the time, I don't know if Flacco. I think he was there maybe my last year. Okay. I was there '98 to '02. Um, when did they play you and I?
2: Uh, I was at that game when they came up to the yep. dome and dominated. That
0: was 04? Oh, I think it was. 04? Oh, or four? Four, yeah. 05, something like that. Of course, now Flacco's about to lead the, his <laughs> latest team to a Super Bowl oh, bit. Oh, wow. You, you weren't aware of that? No, like, wow. I didn't. Oh, breaking okay. news. Yeah, breaking news. I, I need to get wow. the sounder. <laughs> yeah, break. Uh, well, the playoffs are downtown Des Moines. So why the long break, Joe? had to be a building issue. Yeah, Is that
3: the case? Yeah, unfortunately, the Wild can only practice Wells Fargo Arena today and tomorrow. And then the building's got to get converted over. So there's no ice over the weekend. So Easter Sunday was the first possible day. Now, if the Wild had started on the road, uh, could have played as early as you know tomorrow in Grand Rapids. But with the Milwaukee matchup and Milwaukee finishing ahead of Iowa, they want the three home games. It's a 2-3, best-of-five series. Mm-hmm. So the first two will be in Des Moines. And then the Admirals will have the benefit of having as many as three games at home if necessary.
0: Yeah, I like the format. Uh, I, I do. It's too bad that, you know, Easter Sunday might be a tricky day to put some fans in the building. It's been a while since they've seen playoff hockey. Um, when, when it comes to this Milwaukee team, they're Nashville's farm team, uh, Nashville affiliate. They got some guys on that roster, including Tolvan. How do you say his name? Uh, Ellie Tolvanen. Tolvanen, who was their first round pick. He's a Finn. He was supposed to be with the Predators this year. Uh, he was going to lead this team or be one of their main players, yet he wasn't able to crack that lineup. And, and here he is in the AHL. Uh, one of the better players, I'm assuming, that you've seen so far this year, right?
3: Yeah, Tolvanen. I think he's only 19. He is, yeah. um, He's a really, really good young prospect for them. I think numbers, you know, it's a long year for a kid like that. So you wonder what he has left in the tank. Milwaukee, you know, the the Wild and Admirals didn't play for a long stretch there as Milwaukee was making its push up the standings. And then they played April 6th when Milwaukee, I think, had won seven or eight in a row and the Wild were in the middle of that skid and they were starting to fade. And uh, this was you know, just basically a week ago, and, and boy, did the Admirals take it to them. They were a team that looked ready for the playoffs, and the Wild looked anything but. Mm-hmm. That turned out to be the last loss for Iowa. They were able to get it together, win the last three games, clinch on the final day, and get into a playoff spot. And I think this week off, if I had to handicap things, I think it helps the Wild, because hopefully it can provide some rest for some of the older players or the guys that just came from the NHL and have had a long season, And for a red-hot team, the last thing you want to do is sit. And Milwaukee goes in without a regulation loss in like the last dozen games. So to me, it benefits the Wild to have a bit of a layoff. Hopefully it cools down the Admirals or maybe a little game rusty because all they can do is practice for the next week. Uh, And hopefully coming in game one, it's sort of an even slate for both sides. Turned out to need
2: both games over the weekend. We talked to you right before it began on Friday and just the importance of it. Felt like, obviously, because of the opponent Saturday Appeared more likely that win Friday night, though, against Chicago. Not only you just ended the skid, but also beating a team that has played as well as the Wolves. How important do you think that is, and maybe that momentum carrying over into the playoffs?
3: I think it was the fashion of the win uh, to be down one nothing, you know, in the third period, and there's five minutes left basically in your season. You know, if you don't mm-hmm. win that game, you're not out, but the Wild knew they had to win that game and to tie it and then win it in overtime again. If you get a point, it's still a big game, uh, a, a big result. But to get that second point with 20 seconds left in overtime, 8,000 fans in the building, the captain scores it. Uh, it was just a game where the emotions then, I don't think there's any way in the wild we're going to lose Saturday going against Rockford. I mean, I was a little nervous because Rockford didn't have a whole lot to play for. Their, se- their season was pretty much on life support. But uh, I'll say this, the goaltending of Andrew Hammond the last three games was a difference. Is it? We were kind of waiting yep. internally, I think, maybe as a fan base too, collectively, the listeners out there, waiting for Hammond to sort of make that push, and it came the last three games. He was spectacular. That gives me personally a lot of confidence mm-hmm. in this team in the first round, because you got a goalie that, even if it was a small sample size, the last three games feeling good about himself, and as you know, yeah. goaltending can do, can be well, a you, huge difference maker.
0: You're aware of his story, right? Oh, when yeah. Broke, what was he like?
3: Fifteen zero and one or I something—it's it's crazy. Something,
0: maybe the thing is even more
3: than that. Yeah. Well, I think he went about fifteen starts or so without his first loss. Right. So man, um, I think it's
0: like I don't know twenty twenty games, twenty and one or something yeah. like. And how many years? Not too many years ago. Five years ago, maybe with Ottawa. I want to
3: say it was the like fifteen season or okay, so, fourteen, yeah. fifteen season. Boy, so he can
0: get hot, and if he's hot right now, that's good. He's a good player. He really is. Um, and goaltending can carry. How about the captain? You mentioned O'Reilly. His brother, of course, Ryan O'Reilly, one of the better players in the NHL, who's just uh, with the Blues now. Uh, but Captain Cal, as he's known, how big of an impact is he?
3: He's awesome. He is. Uh, he's the straw that stirs the proverbial drink. Mm-hmm. I mean, he between his, his vibe and his personality around the locker room, his leadership, there's not a guy on the team that does not like him, and I will say that without hesitation. The young guys look up to him. The old guys respect him. He's the conduit between the coaching staff and the players. You absolutely need that. Um, this time of year. And really, to have a successful American Hockey League team, you have to have an elder statesman that sets the tone. He's that guy. Mm.
2: Off to Milwaukee after the two games here in Des Moines Sunday and Tuesday. Looking ahead from there, we mentioned the Wolves a little bit earlier, how good they are. Who would be the favorite, though? Looking across the the 16-team uh, bracket, if you will, who do you think the favorite is?
3: I mean, I, I think it'd be hard to... It, it's tough for me because we didn't see Charlotte all year. But to have a hundred and ten point season is, wow. is pretty absurd in a seventy six game regular season. So um every time you looked at them on the standings in their last ten games, they were seven and two. By the way, one. I said and the
0: same thing about Tampa Bay. Yeah.
3: Why well, hear you. <laughs> Help me out there. <laughs> I'd love to. I talked to Derek Alone after game one. He's yeah. you know, the old all Iowa right. Wild head coach. He's now an assistant there on the bench with John Cooper and mm-hmm. um He wasn't pleased with what he saw in Game 1. He said Columbus is a tough matchup, and our best guys were not our best guys. And he was very honest that they had a meeting the next day in between Game 1 and 2 where John Cooper was honest with the team about stepping their game up and calling out individual players. It could have gone one of two ways, get a response and get back in the series, or maybe not so much. And they're down 3-0 right now. and I don't know if they win tonight, if it changes much, but that Islanders team... Or excuse me, the uh, you know the, they're Jackets? taking they're taking a Columbus team yeah. that's got a lot of talent and great yeah. goaltending in Bobrovsky, yeah. and you have a coach that's been there in Tortorella, right. so it's not like they're going to be phased by the moment. Nope, no doubt. Uh, and they've been a playoff team in the past. And then you look at the Penguins being down three nothing to the Islanders. You know Barry Trotz has the Isles rolling right now, and he knows how to beat the Penguins. He beat them last year with the Caps, so. Uh both those teams and those series in the NHL are a huge surprise. In fact, the Penguins and the Lightning are both down 3 nothing. If you had put money on that, you'd be rich, Trent. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Indeed.
0: Uh, the three newcomers, the, the uh, injection into the lineup, Ryan Donato's a nice player. Uh, the Wild had to give up Charlie Coyle, who's had a nice playoff so far. Have you watched Coyle at all for the Bruins?
3: I haven't. Um, I haven't seen much of that series, to be honest, Kenny. I, I watched a lot of Calgary, Colorado last night. Um, mainly at the the game was out of hand, but I like to see the rough stuff because and there was <laughs> the heading was Good boiling shock, over. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I haven't watched much of the Least bruin series to give you an honest assessment there. But I always liked Charlie as a player. Mm-hmm. I liked him when we had him in Houston. I always liked his upside. He was just always one of those guys that you felt like, or at least the fan base and the media felt like he could be more. And when you don't, those are the most tantalizing players, right? And so frustrating at the same time. Like, you see the speed, you see the strength, great kid off the ice, and he can shoot the puck. And then you're like, well, why does he only have 12 goals or whatever his numbers are? So maybe a change of scenery for him is what he needed. He gets to be playing his hometown team in Boston. He's a Weymouth, Massachusetts kid, and, uh, yeah, I have nothing but good things to say about Charlie Coyle mm.
0: Well, Wednesday game two? I haven't seen that Tuesday, you guys Tuesday night, yeah, 7 so o'clock? Yep, Sunday afternoon at 4 and then uh, Tuesday at 7 Alright, well, playoff hockey downtown Des Moines um, Strength of this Milwaukee team is what? How, how are the Wild going to advance to the second round? Hot, hot goaltending, obviously, in yeah. Hammond.
3: And then I think that you know the wild power play was top five in the league most of the year. Mm-hmm. And in goaltending in special teams, especially in a five-game series, can be the difference. If you can steal a game in net, if you can steal a game on the power play, there's two of the three wins you need. The thing about Milwaukee is that they are doing it as a balanced attack right now. You don't win eight in a row and points in 12 or 13 straight to end the season without having everybody on board. So they're playing the right way. Um, their veterans were playing well. Cole Schneider had a two goal game when the Wild were out there. You mentioned the young kids, Tolvanen, but they have this Yakov and a big Russian kid that's starting to find his way a little bit in his second or third pro season. So they're getting some contributions from young guys, but they're older guys and guys they acquired mid season have now started to mesh. So they've got it going right now. Again, I hope the week off kind of cools them down a bit from a you know they're ready to go and and, and they have all this confidence type of mode. Uh, but I think at home where the Wild won 23, 24 games this year to start the series, I look for the Wild to come out in Game One and be ready to go. I, I think this team's ready.
0: 20 seconds left. You saw the first firsthand this weekend what a packed house can do for a. a it can lift the team.
3: 100. percent The fans were awesome all year long. The Wild players feed off of it. We'd love to see as many people as possible Easter Sunday and then Tuesday night a week from uh, from this evening. Got playoff hockey for the first time since 2007. Love it. Love it, love
0: it, love it. Joe Donald, Voice of the Wild. If you can't make it down to the rink, you can catch the games right here on 1460 KXNO. Joe, good to see you. Thanks Thanks, for coming in. Thanks, Appreciate it. Uh, We'll uh, take a time out. NFL conversation. Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports next. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460
1: KXNO. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460
0: KXNO. Hey, guys. Trent
2: Condon here once again for the Men's Health Clinic at New Leaf Wellness, where they'll help you have more energy for more adventure. You know, you hit that lull in the day, the afternoon comes, and you're just not sure if you're going to be able to get through it. one thing that can help out is some of the treatment programs that they have at the Men's Health Clinic at New Leaf Wellness. Going on right now, here during the month of April, they are offering their new patients getting the Natural Hormone Evaluation, a free food sensitivity test that helps optimize the hormone therapy. If your weight's an issue, you're looking to lose weight, this is what you're going to want to do. No appointment needed. Just stop by their location, thirty-nine thirty West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. Stop in, get the hormone evaluation, and also get a free B twelve injection. You can find out all the services that they have for you at NewleafCenters.com. Stop by again, the Men's Health Clinic at Newleaf Wellness today for a free consultation, no obligation, over by Valley West Mall, thirty nine thirty West Town Parkway. Don't forget to tell them. That- Three hugs.
1: It's 24-hour sports, morning, noon, and night, here on 1460 KXNO.
0: Welcome back, Miller and Condon. Thanks to Joe Donald, voice of the Iowa Wild. Wild game one, downtown Des Moines, Easter Sunday, four o'clock, game two on uh, Wednesday at seven. Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports. Tuesday, I beg your pardon. Thank you for correcting me. Tuesday uh, at seven. Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports. Let's talk some NFL. The schedule gets released tomorrow at seven o'clock Central Time. Frank, how are you? Hey, what's going on? Good to talk to you. Great time of year. Schedule release, draft next week. Hardly a dull moment in the NFL.
1: It never, never they've it, it, as I said many, many times, doing this job over the past you know however long I've been doing it, they do just a great job of always having something to keep themselves in the news, just when you think like oh hey we're we're all going to talk about the n b a playoffs and the Golden State warriors choking now now here, here comes the schedule, here comes Russell Wilson's contract yeah. extension, here comes the draft, like the NFL does, a, it does an amazing job of reminding us that, hey, yeah, we're, we're still the kings around here, and everybody wants to talk about us.
0: Indeed. Well, Russell Wilson cashed in last night. He became king of the mountain, at least at the top, NFL's highest paid player for now, Frank, because somebody's going to uh, surpass that. If you're a Chiefs fan, your window is open, but you won't be having your quarterback on a rookie contract forever. Uh, better get uh, mo- this thing moving. It's headed in the right direction, no doubt, but Mahomes looks as though he'll be the
1: next to break the bank yes and no I, there's you know goff and and Pence are uh, up before him so i think we're going to see an interesting scenario where you know next year i uh, just doing a story about this will be up on yahoo uh, you know within the next hour or so who's going to get paid next and you know next year in 2020 there's five future hall of famers who are on the final year of their contract it's rivers roethlisberger brady Brees and Eli Manning, and I don't know if any one of those guys passed the thirty five million a year, but that's going to get interesting. And then Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota are up too. The next year after that, we have a coffin win, and also Cam Newton. Cam Newton's mm. going to get a lot of money. I mean, he's only going to be thirty two years old when he when he signs that deal. And then you get down the road after that, and then it becomes Mahomes, and then it comes to Sean Watson. Who, you know, I mean, Mahomes is great, but so is Sean Watson. And if you told me over the next three years that Deshaun Deshaun Watson's going to be a better quarterback, I don't think that's crazy. I don't, I don't necessarily wouldn't bet on it, but it's not outrageous. So, we're, you know, Russell Wilson is a king now. His reign there is not going to last very long because he's always just kind of, who's the latest quarterback to sign a big deal?
2: Well, one of those young quarterbacks, Carson Wentz, still dealing with the back injury that ended his 2018 campaign. Of course, was lost in 2017 with the torn ACL. Carson Wentz, injuries two years, a concerning topic or injuries happen in football. This isn't anything long-term that you should be concerned with. Where do you sit with
1: Wentz? I don't know. I mean, he's... I hate to put the injury-prone tag on a guy early because somebody's just an unlucky at the NFL. I mean... I don't know if you guys remember this, but early in his career, Matthew Stafford was considered injury-prone. Mm-hmm. Everybody talked about that. Yeah. Everybody said, like, oh, can this guy stay healthy? And I, I think he's got a streak of however many straight games now. He's, he's been very durable the last maybe four or five years. So I don't know that that's always – it's always tough to know, is this guy just kind of – is there something about him that leads to these injuries or is he just really unlucky? Because there are a few guys who just can't stay healthy. I mean, there's – it just are you you built a certain way? Are you not big enough for this? Are you just prone to to getting injured more often than others? Or is it just hey he he, he took a hit on his knee and and blew his ACL and then the next year he you know took some punishment and his back went out. I, I mean I I don't know how you you can figure out is this guy injury prone? Is this a problem or did he just get really unlucky playing a violent game? So but that's a gamble. Like you know the Eagles have to make a decision on that. And have to figure this out. Not that they're not going to pay Carson Wentz, but it's it's something the Eagles have to 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 just I guess gamble and, and hope that this has just been some bad luck. I I tend to think that's probably the reason, but you just never know. I mean, we we've seen guys obviously through the years who just can't stay healthy, and maybe Carson Wentz is that guy. I, I just can't. I don't think any of us can really provide an answer to it yet because. Who knows? It's just maybe he's just been unlucky.
0: I want to go back a couple of weeks. Frank Schwab from yahoosports.com is our guest, and I believe is your colleague, Charles Robinson, who, who had the piece uh, on the relationship between, you know, Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers and kind of went, you know, inside the Green Bay Packers, took us behind the curtain, if you will, uh, for what we think is one of the most buttoned up franchises in the NFL, yet. Um, there's some there's some interesting stuff in the piece, no doubt about it. And just your thoughts, I guess, on the Packers. It hasn't been a good month of April, PR wise, uh, for uh, for the Green Bay Packers, as to you know, the whole Rogers McCarthy thing. McCarthy not happened the way he was fired. Um, what went on
1: there? Yeah, it's, you know, I think that it's one of those stories, and it was, I, I don't give credit where it's due. It's typed out of uh, Bleacher Report who wrote that long story. He's a he's a good friend and a great writer. Glad you did. So, Thank you. You know, he, he was, you know, it's one of those stories where neither guy came off looking good. McCarthy came off looking like the game passed him by. Rodgers came off very petty, very, and look, petty's not. Uh, not unique to the great athletes. Michael Jordan's petty. <laughs> he's he's been petty for a long, long time. So I don't know that necessarily is a fatal flaw for Aaron Rodgers. But he also came off looking like a a pretty bad teammate at times. Although you know what, Devontae Adams came out right after that story and said, "Hey, if you would have talked to me, I would have told him Aaron Rodgers is a great guy." And I think there's something. Well, look, there's something to be said that you know Aaron Rodgers. From from what I know of the story and and what I can presume and all that kind of stuff. Aaron Rodgers is a certain type of leader. And he's he, from that story, from from other things, he rides guys hard. He expe- Hey, he's a great quarterback. He knows what he's doing. He expects you to know what you're doing. And some guys aren't going to mesh well with that. You know what? Peyton Manning was the same way. Dan Marino was the same way. Dan Fouts was the same way. I can go on and on. There are a lot of quarterbacks who are kind of notorious as – Hey, I'm playing the game at this level. You need to get on my level, or it's just not going to work out. I mean, the, the Broncos drafted uh, Cody Latimer in the second round a few years ago. It's pretty well known around here that that Manning kind of ruined him a little bit, just because he was so demanding. He he doesn't take you know he's in the film room every day, and he when he expects you to run a 12 yard out, he doesn't expect it to be 11 yards, it's <laughs> be 12. You know, so so when the, you know Aaron Rodgers is kind of getting a lot of uh, grief for this story, and, and that part of the story, I kind of think. Well, you know, Devontae Adams, if you ask him, you know, you, you just signed the $60 million contract. You're one of the NFL's best receivers. What's What are some of the reasons for that? I'm sure we, well, on the list at some point, Devontae Adams would get to Aaron Rodgers rode me hard and made me a great player. So, you know, I mean, I think there's different ways to look at it. I don't know. Yes, there was a lot of dysfunction in the Packers organization. I think that, that getting a fresh start really does help everybody. That was I mean, that was beyond clear the last few years, I thought. And we'll see what happens. It would not. I cannot sit here and rule out an Aaron Rodgers 50-touchdown season as he just lays <laughs> waste to the league and says, you know, kind of goes on this revenge tour. And How do you like me now? Me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, I, with guys like that, with guys who are petty, Guys who hold grudges like that, I would never uh, count out. You know, hey, I'm, you know, Jordan. Like I said, it goes back to Jordan. Jordan would invent lights. He would. I would. Gerald Wilkins said something about him. I remember him going for like fifty some against Wilkins in the playoffs. It's just, they, you know, I can see that from
3: Rodgers this season.
2: Frank, there's been a lot of talk at the top uh, about Kyler Murray and him, and of course height and everything else. The second prospect, at least the way it seems for most people, the quarterback position is Dwayne Haskins. I know you watch a lot of Big Ten football with your Badger alliances, what do you think of Haskins at the next level?
1: You know, I think he could be okay. I, I just don't like this class, to be honest right. with you. I'm still, I, I, I like Murray, but I, I really think the more than any quarterback I can think of in recent years, except maybe Lamar Jackson, that just, you need the right fit. You you need a coaching staff that knows how to play to his strengths and weaknesses. We haven't seen a guy like this ever. We we've talked about this that the only quarterback height wise in the Super Bowl era who's played in the NFL and, and had more than you know I think it's a hundred passes or whatever the markoff was is Doug Flutie. I mean he's the only comp for Kyler Murray. So. Yeah, are we changing our views on, on what a quarterback needs to be height-wise and size-wise? Yes, we are. But he's still a guy who, you know, you need to manage a lot, I think. I think he's he, there's a reason that these bars were set by guys so many years ago. And then it gets to the rest, So Kyler's the best in the class, I think. And then after that... I think some of these guys are going to be good, but I couldn't tell you that I feel very confident in any of them. I mean, could it be a Drew Locke? Could it be a, maybe even Daniel Jones, who I don't really like? I don't know. I think that, you know, we're always surprised by guys. Nobody saw Dak Prescott coming necessarily, mm-hmm. you know, some of those guys. But as far as if I'm sitting there, i the Giants are number six, and the Giants obviously clearly need a quarterback. If I wasn't sold on Sam Darnold last year, which they weren't, why would I be sold on Drew Locke this year? Why would I be sold on Dwayne Haskins this year? I don't. I, I think Haskins could be a very good player. I don't think he's he's necessarily one of these prospects where you just say, "Yep." Yeah, they're, Gotta they're, have this him. guy's going to be really good. Yeah. So I think he's risky. This is a weird quarterback class where I think it's going to be kind of the Christian Ponder syndrome of, Ooh. hey, we need a quarterback, and <laughs> who's the highest one on the board? We're going to just over him because we need a guy.
0: Uh, we have 20 seconds left. Over-under, I'm setting it on Cleveland Browns primetime appearances at four and a half. You taking the over or the under oh, on the Browns? over
1: all day. I think that's <laughs> a lock. They're going to get five, no doubt. They're the most interesting team in the NFL this year, no question. They'll get the 49 Got five last year. The Browns are getting five this year.
0: We will talk to you the week after the draft, Frank. Thanks for what you do for us.
1: Absolutely, guys. Appreciate it.
0: Good to talk to you. Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com, part of the shutdown corner. YahooSports.com for Frank Schwab. MLB talk next, Trent?
2: Yes, Mark Simon, formerly of ESPN,
0: and now with Stats and Information Solutions. He'll join us next. It's Miller and Condon.